Welcome back, besties, to another episode of The Spooky Rip Jean Mom. My name is Peyton Kennedy, and today we are talking about Pugin's Porch in Charleston, South Carolina, one of my favorite places in the entire world. I am so excited. Every summer for like a week, my family and I go to Charleston. We stay at the Isle of Palms, um, and then we always, you know, go into Charleston. It's like 20 minute drive. Uh, and one of our p- favorite places to eat is Pugin's Porch. Um, I've been going since I was 12 and due to COVID and pregnancy and work, I've not been able to go to South Carolina in a couple years. Um, but I get to go this year. It's going to be Paisley's first time. I'm so excited. And, um, I love the history of Charleston. I usually go on carriage tours with my grandparents and my family during the day. But then at night, if I've taken a friend or one of my family members feels up to it, we normally go on a haunted carriage ride or we do a haunted walking tour and they tell us about like the haunted places um, and Charleston is one of the most haunted places in America, but the jail is extremely haunted. It just has a really haunting history. Um, So I'm going to make this a new series of haunted places in Charleston, South Carolina. And when I've hit about all of them, we'll move into New Orleans because I know for a fact that that is another really haunted place in America. So I'm excited. A lot of you guys have been asking me when I see you for this. And then um, one of my really good friends, um, he's on deployment right now, bless his heart, him and his girlfriend, I love them to pieces. Um, They still live in Washington and I miss them tremendously, but... One day we were at his house and he was like, Peyton, you have to make a haunted episode. Like the true crime is so good and we love it, but we want to hear some spookiness. So then I did a poll on my Instagram and everyone besides one or two people that voted said they wanted a spooky episode. So here we are. I'm so excited. Let's get into it. So Pugin's Porch um, is a restaurant on 72 Queens Street. Um, it was built in 1888 and, um, it became a restaurant in 1976 at its bicentennial. So we're going to talk about a woman named Zoe St. Amon. She was born July 15th, 1879, um, in Charleston, South Carolina, to John St. Amad and Zoe Julia Patrick. Her siblings are Alexander Ju- uh, J. St. Amand. Um, he ended up having four kids. He married a woman named Ethel Leone Boinst St. Amad. Boinst was her maiden name. Um, and then she had a sister, Elizabeth St. Amand, who ended up um, dying October 3rd, 1945. Now, Elizabeth and Zoe are really who we're going to talk about today. Um, So Zoe and Elizabeth, they lived together at this house in the early 1900s. Um, Zoe was a school teacher. She never got married. Same with Elizabeth. Um, Neighbors believe she was a spinster, which is someone who is old enough to be married, but isn't. I didn't know there was a special word for it. Um, neighbors 
always saw her in a long black dress, thin wired framed glasses. Um, Zoe and Elizabeth really enjoyed each other's company. Elizabeth also never married, um, so they just lived together for decades. On October 3rd, 1945, sadly, Elizabeth did pass away. Um, but then Zoe just became very withdrawn, severely depressed, and it actually caused her mental health to decline, which, I mean, when you truly love someone like that, I can, it, it definitely would, especially if you get severely depressed. Um, but one night, Zoe left her house and just started walking along her street, yelling for her sister. Neighbors came out when they heard her and they were so concerned for her well-being. One took her to Bon Secor's St. Francis Hospital for, you know, mental help. For the next nine years, Zoe stayed at the hospital. But when she died on July 3rd, 1954, it was 12 days before her 75th birthday. So now it's believed that she haunts her home still looking for Elizabeth. Rumors started shortly after her death, but once the house was made into a restaurant, she was seen way more frequently. Uh, it definitely seems like she's more of a people person now um, versus when she was alive. Um, and when I read about it, a lot of people, ghost experts, have said that it could be because she, that's what she missed out on in her living life. So now that she's dead and is back at the house she wants to be around more people um staff and guests have said they both they've seen her um but they don't realize it's her they don't realize she's even dead because she looks alive and it isn't until they see her picture up on the wall in the restaurant that they realize she's dead which i think it's really cool that the new owners keep a picture of her up so there's a hotel across the street from Pugin's porch and people have said that they see a woman in a black dress standing in the top floor window and some guests have even called police thinking someone got locked in the restaurant and needs help. And I could not imagine being that police officer getting that call. I'd be like, uh, yeah, no. Like, how do you tell someone, yeah, no, that's just, that's just Zoe. She just haunts the restaurant. Uh, I personally... Sadly, have never seen the ghost of Zoe. Uh, when I've ate in the restaurant, maybe if I bring this, maybe if I bring Paisley in, I'll get to see her. But um, the stories that I've heard from staff when we've ate there is that like she's she's super chill, like she doesn't harm anyone. She's not scary. Um, but the staff have had experiences with her. Bobby Ball, she is the owner. Um, after closing, was tr she was trying to set the alarm and a stool fell over by itself and then a door started to open and close on its own. A daytime chef put down coffee on a stool and actually went to let in the produce driver and when he came back, his cup was gone. Um, and then he went and made a new cup of coffee, um, came back, sat down, and his coffee, his original coffee, was on the stool again, but with a lipstick stain on the cup. Um, so he definitely believes that Zoe drank his coffee. Another staff member was just cleaning up when she felt like someone was watching her. Um, and then she felt like someone was behind her. She kept cleaning, 
But then she looked up in a mirror and she saw Zoe standing behind her. She was wearing a long black dress with thin glasses. Um, but then when the staff member started speaking to Zoe, she just left. She likes to be around people. Doesn't like to talk to people. A pastry uh, chef was working overnight listening to music and she was making biscuits. Now, when I tell you, South Carolina is serious about their dang biscuits. So she was there in the middle of the night making biscuits to be ready for the next day so they'd be fresh, but they had enough in bulk that if they needed to make more during the day, they still had plenty. Um, But she heard loud noises and banging coming from upstairs. Now, remember, Pugin's porch is a house originally. So it's still like the inside downstairs. You can eat downstairs. I believe you can eat upstairs as well, but it's just like an old timey home. So upstairs, she um, heard all that banging. She went up there to investigate and found nothing at all that would cause all the noise that she's hearing. When she didn't find anything, she went back down and started to bake again. She turned the radio on again that she had been listening to. Um, and her favorite song came back on, so she started singing, but then she heard another voice singing along with her, and not from the radio. She turned around, and she saw no one was there. The alarm was set, so it was impossible for anyone but staff to come in, and she looked throughout the entire restaurant and couldn't find anything to explain what was going on besides Zoe was singing with her and making all that noise. Um, Elizabeth was a guest and she went into Pugin's porch um, after a ghost tour, and it was for her birthday. After eating lunch, Elizabeth pulled out her phone, which she had downloaded, a ghost radar app, and wanted to see if it picked anything up. She wasn't expecting it to. Like, it's just like an app on your phone. Like, she wasn't expecting anything to happen. But she said it had picked up energy spots all around the table that they were at. This did cause her and her friends to get super nervous and anxious, and her server noticed that Elizabeth had the ghost radar pulled up on her phone and told her about how one time she saw an orb floating in that corner. And so people kind of believed that that corner may be either where she ate in her own home or like their couch was, um, things like that. Like it was a popular spot for her to be at. Um, they did have a local expert, ghost expert come in. Um, his name's Ed Macy. He is also from South Carolina. He studied um, South Carolina's history of the haunted since the 90s. So he's a great person to talk to. Um, he's the co-author author of some ghost books of local ghosts, you know, in South Carolina. And he said that the Ball family never knew that the restaurant building was haunted and had never heard the story of Zoe um, but once they experienced the paranormal activity, they started researching and asking questions about what was going on. So I thought that you had like this things like that had to be disclosed. But as I looked into it more, after a certain amount of years, none of that has to be disclosed when you buy a house or when someone's selling a house. Um, so Zoe, though, has been seen over 200 times and most of those are in broad daylight. Like, she's just out hanging out with people. So it's safe to say that Zoe is a very polite, nice ghost. She just is looking for more company. People think that she came back rather than, like, since she'd been at the hospital for nine years, people were wondering why she didn't haunt the hospital. But most people think that the reason why she 
um, is now haunting her old house is because she's still looking for her sister, which is really sad and it makes me miss all my sisters. Um, but another reasoning it could be is her mental state was such at a decline and she was so heavily medicated and at the hospital that her like last sane memory was in that house. So that's just where her, you know, spirit has gone to. Um, I think it's really cool that she's still looking for her sister and super sweet to me. When I do go to South Carolina, if I do see her in Pugan's porch, I'll definitely keep you updated because I have a feeling now that I've done this, she's gonna, she's gonna appear, which is a little frightening to me. I know she's nice, but for someone who's never seen a ghost before, I'm going to probably pee my pants. So like I said, we determined that Zoe is a nice ghost. She's friendly. She's just wanting company. We're going to talk about the goodest of boys because you're probably like, Peyton, what does Zoe have anything to do with the name being Pugin's Porch? Like, where did Pugin's Porch come from? And let me tell you about one of the cutest dogs in the entire world. So, Pugin's Porch was named after a dog. but And you're probably like, oh, probably the owner's dog. You're wrong. Pugin was left by the previous owners of the house and rather than the new owners taking him to the shelter the new owners adopted him um because they loved him so much and they did name the restaurant after him uh he was the official greeter uh like he, he they have a statue of him guys i like i'm looking at my notes but i don't need my notes they have a statue of him and he's so cute and he sits at the front of the porch where he used to sit when he would greet guests and it's so stinking cute um uh, he did pass away in 1979 so three years after the restaurant had opened up but people say that they've spotted his ghost running around the front door um and like still trying to greet people how freaking cute is that i am obsessed i'm obsessed with him um pugans if you're ever in south carolina charleston and you're looking for it like i said it's on 72 uh queen street South Charleston, downtown Charleston has a lot of one-way roads. It's really hard to like figure out where you're going. Um, but it is a yellow house. It's two-story. It's right across from a hotel. Uh, there's like a parking lot to the side of it. You'll see a lot of horse-drawn carriages near it. A parking garage, things like that. But it has really good food. Their biscuits are delicious. You really all should go try it out. But... That is the history of the haunted Pugin's Porch. I know this one is not as long. Um, the next spooky one is going to be a little bit longer. This one's just shorter because um, it's a fun story of this dog who greeted people. Well, it's a really fun story about a, a sister, like the sisters who live together and are still like one still looking for the other. Um, but it's also just a really cute story about how a dog was left and then the new owners loved him so much that they named their new restaurant after him and he got a great customers and like some people say they feel him like running between their legs when they're sitting at their table and I think that's so I think it's so sweet like he loved that place so much he came back um so 
definitely the next one will be longer than this. Um, I just wanted to do a fun, easy one to kind of like ease our way into, see if how we felt about it. Um, the next one I'm going to do is definitely the Charleston Jail because that's one is extremely, extremely haunted. And I think um, unsolved cases. Oh, what is it? Not mysteries, but the one that it's the BuzzFeed guys. Now I can't remember their names, but I think they did a whole episode about it. So I'm going to look on YouTube for that. Um, and then I want to do, Netflix just came out with the Marilyn Monroe on, on uh, like release tapes type deal. And so I want to do an episode. I've always wanted to do an episode about Marilyn Monroe because no one really knows if she was killed. She killed herself or just like died like no one really knows what happened there's a lot of conspiracies out there so I want to dive into those conspiracies um kind of tell you what I think happened you know say what the tapes were about and things like that so definitely good things coming um since the last episode was almost an hour this one being a little bit shorter kind of helps too and then the next episode is going to be over the 29 missing and murdered children of Atlanta, Georgia. That one is probably going to be a long one as well because I do talk about all 29 victims. Um, the trial, the case, all of it is kind of a hot mess. Um, they made an arrest, but I don't think they made the right one. So that one's going to be fun to get into today is Thursday and I'm going to release this for Saturday um and then I'm going to also start recording for the Georgia one so that one can be released sometime next week because I'm planning on getting on track baby okay so I hope you all have a wonderful wonderful weekend I will talk you'll you'll hear me Saturday um and I know I mentioned that one of my friends is deployed but a lot of my friends are deployed right now um, they were a part of Bailey's old command. So on Fridays, people typically wear red for remember those deployed. So if you could just, if you guys pray, please keep them in your thoughts and prayers. If you guys don't believe in that, but sending good vibes, all that stuff, please send it to them because I love all of them. And I mean, they're in a really, really cool place right now, but with Russia and Ukraine and things like that, I just worry deeply for my friends. So please, please, please think about them. I love you all. Bye.